bluntly, she told him, The snuffbox isn't finished. We are. His mouth, as mobile as his hands, was set in grim lines. We've been fingered. I'm just one step ahead of the bailiffs. Fear robbed her of breath. She had no desire to be shackled in leg irons. Jack grabbed her shoulders and shook her lightly. Modesty, you're gawking like a simpleton. We've got to do something quick. She focused on his face, where a roguish mouth warred for dominance with the deceptive angel innocent gaze. Was it genuine concern that showed this time in those thick-lashed eyes? I am. I'm getting married. My felicitations, he said without missing a beat, which was so like Jack. He was adaptable, a mark of their profession. Gallant, even in the face of calamity, he made a leg, then began to saunter back past the noisy tables of clothed primates. When the alehouse door swung open once more to reveal two burly men, he pivoted in the opposite direction. Hide me, he mouthed at her. The tap room. She nodded toward the rear of the alehouse. If luck was with him, and it usually was, he might appropriate an empty cask for temporary living quarters. As Jack beat a retreat for the tap room, Lemuel, the slovenly alehouse keeper, sidled up to her and said, I sheriff's officials from the looks of them. No doubt here to monitor your ale. The publican was an adept at watering down the ale with lime. But one of the crown's two ruffians was pointing her out to his partner. Casually, she removed her stained apron and tossed it on a counter slick with sludge and littered with flat-sided bottles. I'm on me way to the Virginia colony, Lemuel. He stared at the two, now weaving through the alehouse's patrons toward her. I'd say ye be on your way to Newgate. No time for fond fairy wheels, then. She sprinted to the tap room, saw that the only available cask was occupied, and sped on toward the back door, which opened onto an alley that was home to rats, vagabonds, and odorous garbage. Negotiating the narrow way speedily could be tricky. Slime, rotten food, and raw sewage threatened to impede her flying feet. In back of her, she heard shouts for her to halt. Incarceration in Newgate Prison, where the vice, drunkenness, immorality, and filth far exceeded her present circumstances, and where prisoners died off like flies from jail fever, well, the images spurred her even faster. She picked up her skirts, hopped over a derelict drunk, and dodged a chamber pot being emptied from a second-story window. The alley abutted the fleet ditch, a tributary of the Thames. Twenty thousand boats, from heavy barges and scuttling river ferries, to the towering fortresses of the East Indian Company, blocked her view, and her escape. With nothing to lose, she jumped into a skiff moored in the ditch. The skiff lurched dangerously. From the skiff, she bounded onto a barge. Then she gathered every ounce of her might to vault to the opposite bank, a span that not even a chimney sweep would attempt. And she made it. Ta-da! She called to her two pursuers, waved a grimy hand, and hurried on toward Guildhall.